Yo! Hello, guys! What's up, y'all? We missed y'all's. Welcome back to R&B Podcast. So, uh, this week, or not even this week, today, I'm just feeling really positive, really great. You know what it is? It's that whole workout shit. You know when people are like, oh, workout makes you feel better? Oh, it releases it. It really does, yeah, because I'm like, I just feel, like, energetic. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. So, I was working out for a little bit a few weeks ago, and I did feel, like, better... Like, the next day after working out, but after I would, like, immediately after I would work out, feel terrible. Yeah, so when I was doing this workout, because, I mean... Because uh, we're going hard. <laughs> yeah, we got, like, these new, like, cycling shit upstairs in my, like... I swear, I, I, pretty, I probably talk about my house and people are like, what the fuck? Where, where does he live? And, like, a fucking 12-story, <laughs> man. I promise it's, like, it's, it's not, it's really not that big of a deal. Um, yeah, Robert's parents, like, redid his entire fucking house, and so up in the loft, like, upstairs is a workout area now, yeah. so. And this is a nice-ass, like, workout, like, bike. It's one of those ones where it has, like, the screen, and you can do, like, the cycling classes, but they also have, like, the other classes where you can turn the screen around and do, like, P90X and, like, strengthening and shit like that. And I was doing that today, and during the workout, I was dying. Yeah, it's similar to a Peloton, which I'm pretty sure, like, people are familiar with. Yeah, I've never heard of that, and everybody knows what that is. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's kind of like a newer thing. It's trendy. It's like one of those workout bikes with, with the same thing, the screen and all that shit. It's expensive as fuck, but you have like classes and stuff that you can take. And so people, especially because of the quarantine, had been buying those because obviously they couldn't go to the gym. So it's like being in a class, but mm-hmm. at home, yeah. you know? I mean, it's definitely, I will say that I usually go to the gym, like I go to a gym and mm-hmm. having somebody on like a screen, like having like an instructor showing you like, Different types of workouts, stuff things. like that, because I get bored. Like, if, I, if I'm if i going to the gym, I'm only doing the workouts that I know. Yeah. So, that to have somebody show me that, like, oh, this is something else you could do. Some, something else you can, like, you know, incorporate. And they're showing you the right form and all that stuff. So, that way you can, yes. like, you can use it for later, you know? Form is, like, the hardest thing for me. Yeah, form and motivation. Because, like, there'll be so many times where I'm, like, working out and then I'm, like, I don't feel like the muscle that I'm trying to work out is engaged right now. Mm. And then I end up with like back pain the next day. Yeah, that, and I'm that like, means, that means I wasn't right. That yeah. means I wasn't doing it right. Like mm. deadlifts, I don't know why I cannot get deadlifts right, but my lower back always ends up hurting. And that's scary because. I mean, deadlifts are supposed to hurt your back a little bit, but it's not supposed to be like, a, it's supposed to be mainly your legs. Yeah. yeah. Be, no, they shouldn't hurt your back. Yeah. If you're hurting your back, that means your core is not engaged. Mm-hmm. But I'll think my core is engaged. And it's obviously not. Like, when they say core engage, I'm like, I'm sucking that shit in. No, they don't you're mean suck like, it in. I know, you're it supposed to like, like have it tense tight. It. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be tight, yeah. And then I know it's like a lot to do with your breathing. That's why they're like, when you're like, okay, so like you're going to like lift up from a deadlift, you're supposed to hold your breath. Mm. Because if you're breathing in that, your abdominal muscles are going to be loose. Mm. So I didn't know that until later on and then one time my back was hurting i said bitch i done i done cracked a vertebrae <laughs> dead but um yeah guys i would say get out there even if it's you don't have to do any type of fucking insane workout just go for a walk you know yeah like one of those things where you just get your body moving i know i, I hate being that person because it's like <laughs> oh, good do it but it's like no really it actually does help so it's one thing that's been making me feel better during this quarantine bullshit that we're still going through yeah for sure and we're about to hit another quarantine yeah, I'm wondering, like, if Biden is going to shut everything down once he gets into office. He said that he was planning to. I, th- I think that we, like, need it. But at the same time, I will say that I am low-key, like, scared. Like, in terms of, like, the economy and stuff like that. Because there's a lot of small businesses that, you know, I don't think could survive another. Well, obviously, we've gone through one quarantine already. And Biden has seen, like, the repercussions of it. So, I think if he does another lockdown, it won't be like before. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'll still allow businesses to be open. It'll probably just be, like, only for to-go stuff. Because you know how some businesses were, like, closed? Like, they couldn't be open at all? Yeah, but he saw... I don't know. He was talking about, like, it being even more than before. I thought it was less. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess we'll see. It's just one of those things that, like... I, I do agree with the conservatives on that point that we can't, like, the economy can't go through, like... I know, but it's, like, at what cost? People's lives. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? So what's more important to you, the economy or people's lives? Yeah, I mean, I definitely care about people's lives, for sure. Yeah. But at the same time, it's one of those things that hopefully somehow the government can actually have our back this time and give us money yeah. to stay home and give money to small businesses. But that's and- what he said. He wants to give, like, uh, another, like, stimulus check, but at a... 
like a higher amount. Mm. And I think it's supposed to be dependent on how much money you make as an individual. And if he's able to do that for the small businesses or, you know, pause their rent, something like that, then obviously they don't have to close at that point. Yeah. So a one-time stimulus isn't going to be enough, I think. No, I know. I think it's going to be like continuous. Like Mm -hmm. there's going to be a few, but it's supposed to be four to six weeks, but you already know how that goes because that last lockdown for Orlando was supposed to be what? One week, two weeks, and then it turned into like two months. <laughs> yeah. This this girl I know, I saw her post on Facebook. She was like, "We already locked down once and nothing changed. So what's locking down again going to do?" And it's like I, I, it's one of those things where I try to see from the other other person's yeah. perspective. I get where she's coming from, but it's like, do we actually do a lockdown? Like, yeah, things were closed and people are still out doing stuff. But it's like, if we lock down again, it's gonna be the same thing. Things are gonna be closed and people are gonna still be out doing stuff. You like know, people are gonna be having house parties. Yeah, and so stuff it's one like of those that. things that like, will we ever truly be able to lock down? I'm not sure because I mean, unless they did like martial law, where like, where like people like are watching you like on the street and i don't want that no and i don't think that i don't think that's necessary even then and that's just like another bill on top of everything else but obviously it would have to be like a collective agreement that like this is what we're gonna do in order to like move forward yeah um because you know there are other countries who did lock down properly and people abided by the restrictions and they Australia Australia's doing New, really yeah, well New Zealand. yeah New mm-hmm. Zealand and they're in a completely different place than we are and mm-hmm. it's like I am so tired of wearing masks like I get it I'm somewhere who wears a mask yeah. but that doesn't I feel like people doesn't mean I'm happy that I'm doing yes, it yes yeah. I feel like people think that oh if you wear a, like a mask you're like super happy to do it and blah, blah blah I'm like I'm doing it because I know that this is what is necessary it can't just be like oh well I don't feel like wearing a mask so I'm just not gonna do it type of thing mm-hmm. like I, I wear it and I don't want to wear it guys you know especially when I'm working in the hospital like we're wearing I think level three masks so I'm wearing a thick mask on my face it hurts my face and it hurts like behind my ears and stuff but it's either that or you're putting yourself and your patients at risk and it's like it's like it, there's it's so much bigger than a comfort level, yeah. you know. And if people uh, that work in the hospitals before the coronavirus were able to wear it, like you know, for surgeries, long ass surgery stuff like that, yeah. like get over it. And it's one of those. Oh, so the main point that I wanted to have with this is that Georgia is a huge in us being able to have the um, House votes turn Democrat. Mm-hmm. So Georgia has is having a runoff election. If you're in Georgia, please register. Please vote. I think please the do Senate. your part. Yeah. The Senate, yeah. But either either way, we need that so that Biden can actually, once he gets in office, do the things yes. that he wants to do. So. Make the changes because, like, in order for him to get approval for what he proposes, it has to go through Congress. Mm-hmm. So yeah, guys, the fight is not over. We said yeah. it last um, in our last episode, but if you're in Georgia. Get to the polls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're super proud of y'all. You, I mean, Georgia's never been blue. I mean, it has been blue, but it's been a long time. I think it's been time. since like the 80s. Yeah, so we're super proud of you guys for, you know, getting out there and voting blue this time. But now we just need you to just take one more step. I know. One more step. And you guys proved to us that you can do it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hey, do your part. For sure. So, um, I've been working in my practicum. So I am three out of seven shifts completed. Hey. Yay! Um, I did three shifts last week, which is a full time, like nursing schedule. Oh, how did it feel? Um, it wasn't that bad. I thought it was gonna be really horrible, but I stay up late, <laughs> all re- like on the regular. I go to bed at probably like three or four, just like all the time. And so to be there until seven wasn't that big of a deal, but. It did, it throws you off in like the weirdest way. So before I go in, I'll have like a coffee and then I'll bring espresso for my break and I'll just like have that to carry me through the end of the shift. But it's when you're leaving the hospital and then the day after that you feel weird. Like I was walking out of the hospital, it's bright, obviously it's 7 a.m., you know, super bright. And I'm driving home as everyone is coming to work and like everyone's, you can see they're like have all their coffee with them, all their papers, like they're, they look like they're ready for the day and I feel like a fucking zombie. And then I went home and I was like sleeping, but when I would wake up, I would kept falling asleep, like in and out of sleep and I kept forgetting what day it was because you feel like you missed the entire day mm-hmm. because you've been sleeping for yeah. half the day. So I was so like... if you wake up and it's dark, then you think that the day already passed. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, wait, is it 
Sunday or is it Monday? And I would have to like legitimately think about that. And I told Roxanne that and because she, she's doing nights too. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is exactly how I felt. I kept forgetting what fucking date was. And then I worked two days at Eddie V. So I've been busting my ass this week. I worked like 50 hours, but um, I was at Eddie V's and I kept mixing up my days there too. And I'm like... Do you have like the, the nightshade things? So that's like dark in your room when you're sleeping? No, I just have like regular blinds, which I probably... If I were doing this for longer, then I would get something like that. But it's I only have four more shifts, so I'm not like too concerned about it. Um, You're like, I'm not becoming a nurse anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's talking about opening some type of like med spa thing, She's so me. I'm like, all right, sign me up, baby. <laughs> I'm like, I can. She can hire me as a receptionist. <laughs> You're gonna be a receptionist. Hey, welcome to Jackie's Med Spa. <laughs> you tried it from. Nursing school to solar. Just to kidding. I, I really like solar. Solar's been uh, really good. I've landed a few deals. Uh, I don't really <laughs> want to talk about money because that's weird. Um, but is that weird? I'm, I'm making more than I was making yeah, ever. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> it's I'm one of those glad. things. Yeah, it's one of those things where I'm happy I took the risk. Um, it, it it feels weird though. I will say it feels weird because it's one of, like you like go to somebody's house and then you come back and then that's your day. Yeah. So it makes me feel like... You're not doing shit? Yeah. Because before I would like clock into like serving, work hella hours, make like 300 bucks. And then, you know, that would that would be that. And you're like, well, I worked. Like you see each dollar that you're making. Well, I think it's because that's what you're used to. You know what I'm saying? Like that traditional, like I'm clocking in at 6 p.m. Yeah. And I'll clock out at 11 because that's what my schedule says type thing. But this offers you a lot more autonomy with your day. Yeah. And so... Like I have... A whole entire day once the once the appointment's over. So yeah. it's like the work the it's the work life balance that is totally different. Like I'm working maybe like two hours and then I have the whole so so basically you don't know what to do with yourself. So I don't know what to do with my time, <laughs> which is why I've been like working out, still playing the uh, guitar, you know, playing video games here and there. But like, and I've just been trying to do a lot in terms of get my own general like my own leads. So, oh, really? Yeah, my job, they call me, they tell me where to go, and I just go to that appointment. But mm-hmm. I, if I can start getting stuff on my own, like I um, downloaded. Then you can have more appointments? Yeah, yeah, I downloaded the Nextdoor app so that I can be connected to my neighborhood. Child, that Nextdoor app is something else. I know. I posted in it, though, and somebody responded to me already. So it's one of those things that, like, if I can just get a sale like that. That's true. Yeah, I do see people posting, like, advertising yeah. on there. Um, speaking of, those is, like, off the topic of what you're saying, but <laughs> I'm on next door for, like, my neighborhood, and it'll show my neighborhood and all of the surrounding ones. Mm-hmm. Some lady posted this thing. I don't even, it's, she labeled it as disturbance, and I was like, Oh, okay, so let me read this. She wrote this whole like two paragraph thing about, you know, I'm really not one to come on here. But she's like, my 19 year old teenager had a meltdown in front of our house the other day. And um, if anyone on here has teenagers and you have advice for how to deal with that and you can relate, and blah, blah, blah. But she's like, I just want to address my neighbors who called the police on us. Because I guess the teenager was out there freaking out, screaming, so crying. Like, obviously, somebody was like, Yeah, okay, so they call, called the police, yeah. but they were like, I understand calling the police because you think that there's like something wrong. Something wrong yeah. But I, she felt like they did it out of spite because they wanted them to shut up. And she, I was like, Ooh, the Yeah, the app is, is, is messy. I was on it there and so I was messy. scrolling before and uh, somebody was like, hey, I just moved into this neighborhood. This is my address. And they took a picture of dog shit on their grass. And they were like, I know that I, I know that you guys are used to like, you know, being able to poop here and not pick it up. But I'm here now and this is just lazy and this is ridiculous. Like low-key yelling at every, everybody in the neighborhood. Yeah, I totally understand picking up your dog's poop like, do yeah, that. For you should sure. do that. That's yeah. super rude. It's yeah. disgusting. Um, but I've seen someone on Nextdoor complain about dogs peeing in their yard. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this person's a fucking miserable human being. Oh, your dogs can't pee in my yard. So I like clicked on the comments. Mad people agreeing with them. Yes, I hate when people's dogs pee in my yard, on my lawn, blah, blah, blah. It's like turning my grass yellow. Blah. I'm like, how you, you guys, how you know it's not a son, which I've done that. You guys are so miserable. Miserable, bitch. Oh my gosh. So, if y'all haven't downloaded that app, it is something else for sure. It's for those people who like have nothing else to do. Nothing else going nothing on. Nothing else. So they just go on there for drama, to talk shit, see what's going on, what's mm-hmm. the tea. Annoying as fuck, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, this is, I'm like, is this what this is for? I think it's, it's literally supposed to be like a neighborhood watcher so you can be like connected with your neighbors. But I'm like, there's a whole bunch of people on there. I don't know. Still don't know who the fuck they is. 
Well, yeah. I mean, you don't know everyone <laughs> in your neighborhood. Do you, Robert? Yeah. And it's like, it's showing me posts from like, like just like you said, other neighborhoods the too. The surrounding area. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, like I said, I'm using it just for my advertising purposes for solar. But That's a good idea. It's really funny. The, the app itself is hilarious. Bitch, it's like I can't even read half of them. It's like Facebook for old people. Yes. Like old people drama Facebook. No, no, no. This is Twitter for old people. <laughs> this is Twitter for old people because, you know, people on Twitter are so honest and they just like, it's like a little diary, but this is like Twitter for old people. Mm-hmm. Bitch. Annoying as fuck. So, guys, today we're finally getting to our question and answer I'm going to say video episode. Q&A. Q&A. <laughs> so we got um, a plethora of questions. We got some tings. <laughs> um, I'll start with the ones that I got on Instagram. So someone asked, do you ever invite people with opposing views and actually listen to them? So we haven't had anyone necessarily on the podcast with um an opposing view that episode that we did with cat with like the nine to five thing Mm -hmm. we saw differently on some points of that um but overall we agreed with her that a nine to five is like not the way to go (laughs) but i we haven't had anyone that's like completely on the other side of like what we believe in but i know that i mean i know you'd be down for it yeah i am one thousand percent about that um i just think that our podcast deals with like lots of uh controversial yeah controversial topics topics, and i just don't ever want it to seem like we're just trying to spew our side that's not the point um a lot of the times though people who hear our podcast and might have that opposing view their first idea is and like oh let me go and like talk to them they might like turn it off or you know they might like you know not not shy shy towards it so if you are somebody with a with a opposing view that you feel like you know you want us to, to try to look at i mean definitely come ready to have a conversation that is respectful and informative yeah. like don't come just to like argue that's not what that's not that's not what we're trying to do we want to have the conversation a discussion yeah but like so in my eyes the people who are listening to us have similar have views similar to views, us yeah. so i don't necessarily feel the need to bring on someone that has an opposing view to me because i don't know that i feel like that adds to our content in any way do you know what i'm saying like i might i don't know i feel like it could get into like a heated argument discussion whatever and i don't even feel like dealing with that energy because i know i know what this person is like i know what they're thinking of when they said this question you Mm -hmm. know and and i'm like i don't know i mean it's one of those things that i don't know if that interests me i just like that when we when we talk about a topic we're talking about it in like the full spectrum the full circle we're doing it from like head to toe so in order to do that it is looking at the opposing views, you know, so... It can be. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's easy for us to come on here and just say what we think. Cause yeah, Because we, cause I think we it, know what we think. I think it would just depend on, like, what the topic is. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Because not everything... There's certain things that you cannot argue with people on. Or you mm. can't discuss with them because it's... They believe what they believe. Like, religion. Like, I don't... I probably would not want to talk about religion just because, like, that's something that's so personal to so many people that if you come on here, we're not going to see the same, uh, like, view on it and you might get offended with what we have to say about it and at the end of the day, you're still going to believe what you believe. So... Yeah, I mean, religion's religion's just touchy just because it's one of those, like, mass topics that people talk about a lot, and uh, when, when people talk about it, they have, like, the intention of trying to... Change your view. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's why one of those things are hard, but, I mean, if I wouldn't mind talking to somebody who disagreed with some of the antics of, like, Black Lives Matter. Okay. Just because that's something that's big, and you would think that, like, oh, that's not even, like, a topic that should be discussed, but it's like, but no, that, I think that's that... something that people talk about a yeah, lot. Yeah, I think that there's, like things that were good that happened, things that were bad that happened. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, that's what I like. So, I mean, I don't mind having a controversial topic and having a con- controversial conversation mm-hmm. as long as it is just that, a conversation. I know. I just get, you know, I'm a hothead. I know. You like to be extra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I've argued so much in my life. I'm not trying to walk into an argument. Because you shouldn't be looking at it as like an argument. I know, I know. Yeah. But it just, we can say that. And then it can and turn into an argument. There, yeah. Exactly. Because, you know, once you get into a conversation and you're, you know, you start getting kind of hyped up or they start getting kind of hyped up, 
You know, it's just yeah. like, do I even want to like open that can of worms? But us as like, you know, podcast hosts, that's where we have to like sit back and be like, well, they came onto the show. We're allowing them to have their views. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we have to control that yeah. conversation. Moderate so I mean, if you, if you guys feel like you have an opposing view and you want to come on the show, slide in the DMs. I'm down. Slide in the DMs, baby. But you better be ready. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to pull up one of the questions that I got. And oh my gosh, can I just say... Um, me posting a question and answer thing is not, do not use this as an open to hit on me <laughs> or to slide into my DMs, baby. That's- I mean, I already knew that that was going to happen to Brittany. That's why when she was like, Robert, post it, post it, post it. R- r- Most of these questions are from Brittany because it's everybody and her shit. But for, for me, I'm like, no, I don't yeah. I'm like this is not an this is not an open for you to slide in like like pl- I am so serious you know what I'm saying like slide out my DMs my life is that enough okay done um, so this one's from one of our friends so I can say it, his name because he's probably gonna want to hear it um, oh wait we were supposed to shout out Josh but I'm like does Josh even listen to the podcast all right I'm like Ooh. fuck Josh <laughs> we'll know if he listens because he'll have heard this and and come to you and say be something like, to me about it yes. yeah that's funny as fuck um. Uh, so it's my friend uh, Marcus, who I know listens to the podcast. His question for us is, what is one thing you regret having done or not done in your life? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly have to like think about that because... I mean, I think I have one thing, but I, would, I still wouldn't say I really regret it. I just sometimes wonder what would happen if I would have done it. So um, uh, my whole entire life, I played basketball. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I like, you don't know if I know that. I'm just making sure. I'm making sure. Robert, you, know. <laughs> you literally talk about that shit all the time. Yeah, <laughs> so it's one of those things where I like it was my whole entire childhood. I traveled. Mm-hmm. I did AAU, played for high school, did all that shit. So um, my senior year, no, my junior year, yeah, my 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 junior year, I was on JV, and then um, no, the fuck, I am messing that shit up. Sorry, give me a second. <laughs> so. I was playing at um, Olympia, and I was in. Uh, I was a freshman going to JV. That's what it was. And everybody who I was playing with was skipping JV and going straight to the senior team. Mm-hmm. And my coach asked me to play play JV. So he Why, asked, because no one was on there. He asked me. Yeah, I guess he 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 felt like my skills and my talent would have brought a lot more to the JV team. Like would to have, carry the team, and would it would have given me time to like produce and be you know bomb when it comes down my senior my senior year. When I was younger, I just had a lot of pride. So it was one of those things where I was like, "Fuck that! All my friends are going to play, you know, senior. What do I look like playing JV?" It was just I was I was just thinking a lot about what. The people around me were thinking because you know once you're in games and shit it's your friends and stuff like that that are in the stands mm-hmm. so if all like imagine all your friends all the people you've been close with all the people you've been playing with all these years are going to play senior and you're going to play jv yeah it just really rubbed me the wrong way yeah. instead of me like thinking it through because i'm an adult now so i can sit back and think that like my pride got in the way and shit like that instead of me thinking it through i was just like i'm not gonna do it so then that's when i like quit basketball all all, all together but it's like what oh, happens I thought you if... quit after no Oh, okay. It was pretty much there, but I'm like, what What happens if it could have, like, if you really been something? And you know? then, like, been an NBA player and shit like that? Oh, it's okay. Don't I mean, I don't, I, it's not, like I said, it's not one of those things that I regret, because I've gotten so much, like, time back to, like, find out who I am as a person. Because when I was a kid, I was just a basketball player. And I don't think that, I think it's something that you're passionate about, but not in the way that you need to be passionate about it to make it into a career. Yes, you're because, 1,000% career. Yeah, because right. as an adult, you would have not had the time in order to do all of the things that you have done. It would have just been like 24-7 basketball, and so you might have ended up hating it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. It's just one of those things that like... Um, you think about, right? Yeah, you know when you have like a talent, and you kind of feel like you know that talent was given to you, and mm-hmm. you kind of like squandered it? So, yes, I do have that. Because, okay, so... We've talked about how I was in band. Mm-hmm. So I did band from like seventh grade all the way through high school. And not to like to my own horn, but I was like pretty good. Like I was like always first chair, which is like the highest in your section. Um, and when I came into high school as a freshman, I was in the advanced band. And we have to do um, like chair auditions. And so you'll just go with... Um, with uh, like in a room with your um i want to say instructor but i know that's not what they're called 
Damn, I've been out for so long. <laughs> but you'll play like your scales and stuff like that, and they'll see your tonality and how you play and stuff like that, and then they'll rate like where you should be in the class. So you'll be like first to like fifth chair, mm. like first being the best, fifth being like you know. So as first, are you like heard more like throughout like the yeah. performance? Yeah. Yeah. So because I'm sitting in the front, then my sound will carry through my section, and so they follow me. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like using me as an example. And then sometimes I'll have like harder music than they will because they'll be like first and second parts. and Or I'll, I'll have solos. I had a lot of solos and stuff like that. And as a freshman, I got first chair. I beat all of the seniors. And I was so shocked by it because I felt like I was good, but I I never, I didn't take private lessons. Like I'm about to say, did you play it before? Or did you just play it when you started going to school? I played it when I started going to school. But like some of the girls had private Probably, lessons yeah. and stuff and I, I beat them yeah. and I was like holy shit and they were so upset because they're like what the fuck this freshman gets first chair and like I felt so intimidated that I my anxiety got to me and I just like didn't work as hard for it um and then I ended up like I still you know carried through band and all that stuff but I thought about trying to be like a professional musician um, as an adult and I just never did because I was like well it's not gonna make me the money that I want I'm gonna be a starving artist and that and it's like looking back now if I knew if I knew what I know now back then I would have gone for it because you know finding a job is about earning money but it's also about finding something that you're passionate about and mm-hmm. I was really passionate about that yeah and so I could still do it now but it's just not the same do you know what I'm saying like I could I could pick it back up because I play once in a while and it's fine um it's just different when like I haven't done it for like seven eight years and I'm gonna try to go back in and figure the scene out and I could have been in like a college band that would have given me like other opportunities and so that's something that I don't know if I regret but I it's think just like I would, a what if, you know? It's a what if, yeah. and you know, you can't live your life with what ifs. With what ifs, because yeah. that's just not reality. It's not what's happening. But I think it's. I think at the same time, it's also like natural just to like go back and like think about you know your choices that, that you've made. Yeah, because I mean, re- reflection I think is still a part of life. You yeah. still need to like reflect on your decisions just so that you don't make stupid stupid shit happen again. Yeah, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, and. <laughs> They don't tell you these things. Yeah, you know what sure. I'm saying? Well, I thought I was going to go to school and like be like a doctor or something. Fuck that shit. Like, <laughs> I I just thought that things were a lot easier than they are, you know? What's the rest of the question? I feel like there was like a second half to it that we were like missing. Um, I don't know. He was just asking, is there anything that we... Um, what is one thing you regret having done or not done in your life? Maybe if there's something that I have not I, done Have I done life. something that I regret? Well, I mean, that whole basketball thing was the closest thing that I have to a uh, regret. I'm trying to think of, is there anything I, reg- I, re- I regret not doing? <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind when I think about, like, a regret is, like, my first tattoo. But I don't even, like, regret it. It's just, it was just not the most thought-out decision. But I don't regret it, either. Yeah, I don't I don't regret any of my um, tattoos. I feel like that's the one thing that I probably did in life, like, the extremely right way. Well, because you're also a very decisive person. Yeah, but I was uh, my whole, like, the tattoos that I have, I, I got them when I was, my first one I got when I was, like, 21, 22. I think I was 18. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My... So a lot of people usually do, and that's Damn. when they, like, that's when they, like, re- regret it, you know? Wow, that was, like, nine years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, that I got, look, that I, got mine at a, I got mine at an older age, so I was able to like think about it more and. Yeah, I was when I got this tattoo. I was just at the point where I just like didn't give a fuck, and I just wanted to just do whatever I wanted to do. And the same year that I got my tattoo, I think is when I got my nose pierced, and dyed my hair you know out there doing the thing (laughs) out there doing the damn thing you know it's crazy like i've had my nose pierced for like eight years now that's so crazy yeah because like i think about it and i'm like wow this thing's been here with me for so many memories (laughs) and i don't think i'm ever gonna get rid of it to be honest i'm about to be like 75 years old where's my nose ring (laughs) it's a vibe it's a mood it's a vibe you know um and then we got another question. Someone asked, are you guys related? <laughs> um, are we related, Robert? No, the fuck not. We are not related. Um, we, 
met like I, I'm pretty sure we said this story before we it's met so at fucking Valencia College we met in chemistry class <laughs> met in chemistry um we sat next to each other or we like the professor um we didn't originally sit next to each other but the professor grouped us together mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that day yeah, I remember pro- my the, outfit too yeah because I mean so I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll like explain one little like thing so Whenever you like meet like Britney, Britney has like oh an overall God, here like, we go. <laughs> like this like overall like aura or like energy that kind of like pulls you in. So wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was one of those things where like obviously I was like attracted to like that energy and like that aura. He thought I was cute. You was I. <laughs> so I was like, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, I want I want to know this person. Like mm-hmm. even if it's just like in a friend type of way, I want to know who this person is. So. Mm-hmm. I think that's when I like. Did I talk to you the first day and was trying to like like? Yeah, cause like they pair. I think she paired us up like the first day, and then obviously we ha- we were partners. We were chemistry partners, mm-hmm. and then that other guy, like what was his name? It was like San San. He's black. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say Sanjay, but that's not his I name. I think it is Sanjay. Loki. Is it's, it? it's something like that. Yeah, he was there too. Mm-hmm. Was he your partner? I think he was your partner and I had a partner, but we were sitting right next to each other. Yeah, I think that's what it yes. was, too. And then you started talking to me, but you know, I'm like shy and stuff like that. <laughs> so I don't even know, like, I think you were just like, oh, like, let's exchange numbers just in case we have, like, questions about the class. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, like, exchange numbers and then we just, like, I think we would just, like, just talk in class and stuff. Yeah. And then that was, like, one time you, like, called me and I was like, can I help you? <laughs> And you're like, oh, I'm just, like, seeing what's up. I'm like, okay, that's so weird. <laughs> I mean, I definitely, yeah, I definitely put myself out there for sure. You did. Yeah. You pushed the friendship because, yeah. you know, we would not be friends. No, yeah, 1,000%. Because I don't be making friends like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, like, just here for the class. But, yeah, it was definitely one of those things where, like, I I saw you, thought you were cute, and I was like, even, even if it's not in that way, I want I want to know who this person is, you know? Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> 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 so like just think about that on our like that interaction and then fast forward six years and now we have a podcast long ass time dude. so much like has happened yeah, in the past so much six years it's good though yeah. like i think it's a friendship that we're gonna have for like ever because it's like if i wouldn't have done that then i wouldn't have, like you know isn't it okay so i wonder what our lives would look like or if they would be even that much different if we never met i feel like they would have to be yeah it was one of those things. I feel where, like it'd be drastically different. Yeah, because we're that's like crazy. we're both like very big, involved big in each other's, of lives. each other's lives. Yeah, that's crazy. Because I would not be in nursing school. Yeah. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy. I, yeah. I wouldn't have Kaya. Oh my god, my baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Mad it's, it's, shit. it's crazy the impact that you can like that one interaction can have. You know. Isn't that like the butterfly effect? Yeah, pretty much. Yes. <laughs> it's a vibe. You had a question? Mm. I can. Oh, end. somebody, not somebody, fucking Chaz. Chaz was on the podcast. Chaz is like, why is Robert always so grumpy? He is grumpy. I don't think I'm a grumpy. I'm a bitch I've... grumpy. <laughs> because, okay, here's the thing. You guys hear him on the podcast. He comes on here. He's all cheery and all this shit. But before and after, he's just like, no like expressionless like flat affect i'm like are you okay yeah i'm chilling i'm like okay you're dry as fuck right now sometimes i call him and like i'm just asking like what's up he sound grumpy i'm like what is wrong with you it's just one of those things where um i'm definitely somebody who is like on or off yeah the like, black and white but thing. the black and white exactly yeah. so when i'm like on i'm like energetic i'm like about it i'm trying to like talk when i'm off off like, then don't, if you're tired, oh my god, yeah, don't even, 1, don't even bother. If I'm tired, I just don't have the energy or the uh, the want mm-hmm. to like interact. <laughs> even if you're like somebody who's close to my life. Like, bitch, when I say dry, <laughs> I mean the Sahara yeah, I'm making Desert. It, I'm making it very well known that I don't want to like be on the phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, okay, bye. I'm like, <laughs> but he'll like, you'll hear the phone cut off in the middle of his bye. He's like, okay, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> or you like text him seven times and I'm like, bro. Oh yeah, I'm so bad with that. That's annoying though, Robert, because I'm texting you about things that are fucking important. <laughs> and I know you read it. So it's I'm like, not it's literally not just you. I I just don't 
it's weird because I I can scroll on social media and shit like that, but to be on my phone engaging a conversation, that's not the way that I like to communicate. It's not my like. Style okay, then of call me. Yeah. You should see the message, and if you don't feel like texting back, you should call me. You shouldn't just ignore the fucking message, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> annoying. That's so annoying. Like I, if I go through our conversation thread, bitch. I am blowing your shit up. And I'm like, hello? Hello? Because, I mean, like, we're friends, so I'm like, I'm double, triple texting your ass. Like, bitch, pick up the fucking phone. Yeah, I know, I know. Annoying. I'll get better at it. No, you won't. <laughs> you say that. Like, I'm like, you do not mean you that. You want to call me after this? I don't answer. <laughs> I'll be outside his door, knocking on the door, and you don't answer. I'm like, okay. Dead. Luckily, I know how to break in. I know, right? Loki. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Mikey asked us, do you believe in the concept of marriage still? Mm? Is it worth it in your opinions? Uh, <sighs> mm-hmm. I think I do. You do? Yeah. Okay, tell me why. Um, Obviously, I haven't found the one or whatever, but I mean... Or anyone, period. It, literally. Dry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like, you know, like interacting with certain people and I felt like, you know, the urge to like want to make it solidified or make it like... More, you know, so you I think, have? yeah, I felt it okay. with like certain people. I mean, what happened there? I mean, there's, there's one girl that I'm talking to now. I don't think I've told you this. What, the Asian girl? No, because she's in Hawaii. There's a, there's this other girl. I mean, she's far. So it's one of those things that like, we're oh. not even planning on, but it's one of those things that like, I get it. I get when you're like with somebody and you're like, Vibing? I want this to, yeah, I want yeah. this to be like more than just us being in a relationship, you know? Cause I mean, there is some validation that comes with being married. Yeah. Like, like, even there's certain people who are like, oh, well, me being with you and me us being in a relationship is, is the same thing. But it's like, it's, it's really not. I understand because it's another level it's of another commitment. another level, yeah. So it may make you feel like they're more serious about your relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has to be like that in but order for you to gain that. I think that's what society thinks. But yeah, but yeah. I think a lot of people do end up gaining a lot of validation from a marriage because it's like, when you're in a marriage, it's you know, till death do us part Mm -hmm. and in sickness and health. And you can't just, you can physically up and leave, but legally you're going to be bound to each other until you go through the process of getting a divorce. So I understand that. Um, for me, I think I have a little bit of a, a jaded view on marriage just because my mom has been married like a fucking shit ton of times. Yeah. And I just always, saw the relationships end up in a negative place and I just don't want that for myself and obviously those are her situations and just because she's had you know failed marriages doesn't mean that I will as well but it just kind of takes away the like the rose colored glasses yeah. look that you have on which is like the why romanticization it's different for me, it's different for me because my, my parents have been together for a million years literally forever so yeah. it's one of those things that like I've grown up with two parents. I haven't experienced like any mm-hmm. type of like divorce or nothing like that, yeah. which is why like I try to. It seems more attainable for you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems it seems a lot more attainable. It seems a lot more like because I mean I have the I have the example, you know. Yes. But it's like for you it's different, and then like also for like my older sister, like you know like my dad was with somebody previously, and they mm-hmm. were together, and then he married me my he married my mom, so yeah. for her marriage is a totally different thing too, and it's like. Yeah. One of those things where it formed her idea of relationships and marriage because it, yeah. of that experience. It affects but you. His experience with my with my mom formed a whole another different one for me and my sister. Yeah, you know? which I completely understand, yeah. and I think you guys are very lucky to have that because a lot of marriages don't last these days. Like a lot of, I mean, I I can count on my one hand how many people that I know in my life that, you know, have parents that are still married, you know, everyone else, their parents either were never married or have gotten a divorce like forever ago. Mm. And so, uh, it, it definitely skews your idea of what marriage can be, I think. And then also I've seen the pressure that marriage puts on, on some relationships. Um, because, you know, when people are in relationships, it's not, that they don't want to be together or it's not that when you're not married you're not completely committed to the person but I've seen like people get into marriages and then the pressure of being married um ruins their relationship 
Do you know what I mean? Because all of a sudden there's all of these higher expectations with you and then you're expected to do all of these different things after you get married and then that pressure scares people and it ruins their relationship and instead of having it be some like light, free, you know, just comfortable relationship, it turns into like the pressure of like, okay, you're married now, so you have to be like this, you have to be like this. When are you having kids? When are you buying a house? Like all of these different pressures and I also feel like I don't, I don't know if I'd want to place that on my relationship. Um, I'm not someone who necessarily sees marriage for myself as a life goal. Um, I think that it can happen, but I'm not pushing for it either. Like if I'm in a relationship that we've committed ourselves to each other like on a personal basis where we've had like discussions and stuff like that um i can see that as being enough for me i don't need to go through like the the legality of getting married and signing yourself to another person you know um and then also i never i don't know if this is like super common knowledge but i didn't realize that when you get married to someone like their debts Oh, yeah, become your debt. <laughs> um, I said, bitch, I got good credit. I don't have any type of debt right now. Yeah, for so, sure. Um, I've definitely been killing it in that department. So I mean, I, but I mean, you—that was something that you would have to discuss. You know, mm-hmm. and like, before. you don't sign a prenup. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I just have really good examples of like the people around me too. Who I have lots of friends who have gotten married, lots of friends who have gotten engaged, lots of friends who are in the process. All of your married. friends, yeah. bitch. Alex, who was on the podcast, uh, her her marriage, like. Just seeing it, um, they haven't really changed. You know, like, they're yeah. still very much the just same the people same, that they were. Be- yeah, exactly. So I think that's cool mm-hmm. to see that, like, they went through that or whatever, and there's... Is, I can tell you no difference. Like, but you before. know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. Yeah. And I think maybe that pressure will arise when someone feels pressured into a marriage. Like, they're okay... Like, one party of the relationship feels okay with just being in a long-term committed relationship, but the other person wants marriage. And then so they get married and then that person who just wanted a committed relationship feels the pressure of marriage more than the other person and they may end up changing in yeah. that respect. I think that that pressure is also a pressure put on by yourself. Yeah, you know? so yeah of like, course. If, you, if, you get in a, if, you, if you're getting married and all of a sudden you're like, oh, now I'm a housewife and I need to cook him dinner and clean up his... Cl-, like, you know, like, that's pressure that you're putting on yourself. Nobody's telling you that you have to do that. But you know, there are... Like, once people get married, the next question is always when you're having babies. Oh, yeah. 1,000%. But if yeah. you're in a relationship, nobody asking you that. Yeah. That's but you true. know what I'm saying? Then yeah. you get the pressure from, like, your family and mm-hmm. the people around you always constantly asking, when are you getting pregnant? When are you getting pregnant? When are you having kids? But then it's like, if you're in that long-term relationship and you're just in a relationship, then they're going to be asking you when you're getting married for the rest of your life. That's true. <laughs> so I have always had this idea in my mind to just be engaged forever. Because, like, can we just be engaged? <laughs> I know it's like it's supposed to be like the middle part. I do but... feel like people like skip over the engagement so like, quick, so fast because so all, all my friends have gotten like engaged and then they're getting married and then with, they're getting engaged and they're getting married. A year, yeah. yes. Which I oof, that would freak me like, out. Like to me, I mean, maybe it's. I think it's one of those things that like if you already got to the point where you like oh, I want to engage this person, then they're like, why are we waiting for the marriage? But for me, I'm like, I would like I it would to be like a engagement. year or two, you know? Like, yeah, like time, you know? Yeah. Just because like that's a that's a milestone that you met and now you're just going to like I want to enjoy the it. engagement yeah. for a little bit because planning a wedding is really hard. Mm-hmm. And then um, I just want a ring. <laughs> They're cute. I ain't saying she a gold day. <laughs> I can buy it myself, obviously. But you know what I'm saying? It's different yeah. when it's coming from your partner because it's no, like yeah, for sentimental sure. yeah. um but yeah other than that um he asked if we think it's worth it um if you have the right person and it's important to you and it's right for your relationship then yes it is worth it i, mean, I don't think, I it's, think it's necessary it's worth it. i think it's worth it just because like at that point you are able to like decide not decide but like well yes decide if that person's like passing away or like dying you have like Oh, but you can you can make those arrangements not being like they can become your healthcare proxy without being married. You yeah, just have I to mean, like. I mean, there has to be some kind of there's some kind of up have ups it in like to writing. getting married. Yeah, of course there are benefits and you know pros and cons for yeah. any situation. Um, I don't think it's necessary, but I think if if that's something that you would like for your relationship, then there's nothing wrong with it. And then also, um, there's a certain respect that goes along with married couples. Yeah, like people are 
will take your relationship more seriously if you say that you're a married couple rather than this is my boyfriend. Because yeah. that title just can come and go. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? But my husband, like, that's heavy. <laughs> my wife, that's heavy. Yeah. So people respect your relationship more. And so, you know, labels within a relationship are for you, but they're also for other people mm-hmm. in order to understand, like, where your relationship stands with each other. And so in the sense that you will be more respected and taken seriously. Yeah, I, I get that part of it. Yeah. It's like, you're not a miss, you're a missus. <laughs> but then it's like, are you old? You're like, I'm not the next one, I'm the only one. Ooh, love that. <laughs> okay, uh, the next question we have is, what's your sexual fantasy? Why do I read questions like that? <laughs> like, every question, I'm like, fucking, you know. Yeah, I don't know, this is, this is a weird one, because I'm not really... Like, I don't have something that I'm like, oh, yeah, I wish. I yeah, yeah, me either. I think that anything that I've wanted to do, I've just done. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind some, like, dress-up shit, you know? Sexy, what, what do you mean? Like, like role-playing? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, some shit like that. See, role-playing doesn't do that much for me. Mm. Well, do you so like, what's do your... Do you, like, get into it, though? Like, are you, like, oh, fuck actually... No. In... I know, I'm you're, so like, awkward. you're, like, laughing the entire time. <laughs> yes! <I've>, yeah. <laughs> People have, like, called me out. They're like, you laugh way too much in these situations. And I'm like, baby, I don't know what to do. I feel awkward. Um, I think uh, also, like, knowing the person that you're with. Like, I've, I saw this in a movie one time. That's the only reason why I'm like, ooh, it was kind of, like, low-key hot. They were, like, at a club, but they, like, went separately. And, like, okay. act like, acted like they didn't, like, know each other. And, like, he was trying to, like, you know, get her to, like... Talk to him and yeah, stuff? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like, do that part again, even though you already know. To get the same thrill. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's cute. Because sometimes... Like that's that's like the the funnest part of like getting to know someone mm-hmm. is like that initial that flirty like tension yes. type of thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I thought I thought that was dope. I was like I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah. I think I would just like wanna be <laughs> I feel weird saying this on camera. <laughs> like, you know. Um like a threesome with two guys. You know what I'm saying? That's surprising. Most girls don't want that. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? I feel like they do. (laughs) Like two super hot guys, like big, like Jason Momoa, like beefy. (laughs) I'm I'm like, I think threesomes are hot, but I want, I think if I wanted to do like a threesome, I wanted to be like two best friends. Like the girls are best friends. But you know what though? So they may get into an argument because they feel like you're paying to the, paying attention to one person more than I feel like that's going to happen regardless with girls, right? I don't know. I, I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. That's why it's like, if it's two guys and me, all the attention's on me. Then, like, who cares? As a guy, I don't know how I would feel. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I feel like you couldn't be with a guy if you don't, like, want to, like, you know. So like, the, your balls are going to touch at some point. So then you think that the, the guys that you're with are, like, fluid? Cool oh, I mean, like, there's... No one that I would, like, do that with currently. That's why it's a fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I meant, like, fluid as in, like... Because I... Like, I wouldn't... Maybe it's just a a weird comfort thing that I have right now. Like, maybe if it was, like, in the moment, it would probably go away. It's just, like, me with another random guy and a girl is weird, you know? Yeah, I understand that because you don't want to do anything with the guy, right? Yeah. Because you don't want to, like, look at his, you know... It's just weird. His winky. (laughs) It's just... I, I get what you're saying, because, like, to me, it's like, I'm fine now, but if I was in the situation, I'd be nervous, you know what I mean? Like, I would freak me out a little bit. I'd like to be You would have to be putting in work. Me? Because <laughs> 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 um, that mean, means that, like, you need to be doing, like, two things all the time. Um, I think that you're thinking about it. I think you can think about that a little bit more and realize that I don't need to be doing everything. No, I get it. I get it, like, as in, like, you know, I, I get it. DP. <laughs> but I mean, like, other than that, like, you know, like, it's just a lot. A yeah, lot there's a on. lot yeah. going on. And, um, you know, I don't know if I'm ready for that at this point <laughs> in my life. <laughs> but, like, that's definitely something that, like, has crossed my mind a time or two. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I-, I told you this one before when I was in the shower. I also said that I, like, wouldn't mind, like, Going to like a sex club and fucking somebody there. Oh, like in Amsterdam? No, not like. I'm because like, remember when we were gonna go to that thing? We were like, yeah, on... but that's where you like fucking look at people having sex. Okay. I mean, like a sex club where you like go in and everybody's like tested before or whatever, and then people are just like having sex around the oh, club. Oh, like an orgy? Yeah. You would? <laughs> really? 
I mean, I think I I'm would be. I'm so surprised I know. you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure there's probably like not hot chicks there, you know? I don't see a hot chick going to an orgy. No, that's not true. Don't be like that. Um, there's going to be all types of people, but, you know, everyone finds attraction in different things. So, you, I mean, it's very unlikely that you're going to be attracted to every single person that's in yeah. there, you know? I wouldn't mind doing it because it would be one of those things where I would just do it and then leave. Would you I go wouldn't by want yourself? it to be like, a, I would probably want to go by myself. Is that like a thing? Is that legal? Yeah, I mean, no, it's not legal. I think you have to like... There's one in Orlando. It's like a Are you it's like, yeah, it's like an underground shit though. Like you have to be oh. like invited, you have to be tested. Like I think it's like fifty bucks though. <laughs> fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> like some glory hole type shit. No, like a club. I know, but I'm just saying, like, like you could have glory holes yeah, in there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, you really talk about it. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, moving on. <laughs> um, what do you believe is your biggest obstacle in life? I know mine. Shit. My biggest obstacle in life is my pride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I need you to agree with it's me. It's so funny because like, our biggest obstacles in life are opposite of each other, but they affect us in the same way. Yeah, my the reason why I would say it's my pride is because um, I just... It's not like I'm. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fucking up. I'm fucked up over here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not bad at saying sorry or bad at like m- admitting when I'm wrong and things like that. I just think that my pride affects me when it comes down to like thinking that things are below me. Okay, in terms of like. In terms of like everything. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like okay, the simple example would be with like solar, so. Right now, I have somebody who calls me, tells me when my appointments are, and I go to the house. A lot of other normal solar people go door to door. Yeah. I feel like door to door is below me. Yeah. And it's like, why do I, like, you know, like, I don't like feeling like things are below me because then that can lead into me thinking that people are below me. Is it because you feel like if you go door to door, you're kind of begging for someone's attention rather than if they're already looking for solar and you're going to them, you're just providing a service? Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's just an example in solar, but like, like have you ever... So how did you uh, not... Did you feel like serving was beneath you? Yes. I did, but I was making the money, so I made up for it. Yeah. I feel that. But I just don't... I don't like the whole thinking that anything is below me. You yeah. know, because I should be able to... Like, if it's hard times, people... You are, should be able to suck up your pride yeah, and like, do if it's, anything. If you, if you if People are, out, are, just, are just out here trying to survive, you know? Mm-hmm. So I shouldn't see a homeless person on the side of the street asking me for money and think that he's below me. Do you think that? Sometimes. Hmm. I don't think that they're below me. Um, I just think that's a place that I just wouldn't get to. But you obviously don't know because they have a story too. And they could have been like some CEO of a company and then had a mental breakdown and like never got the care necessary. Because you know, a lot of the homeless population suffers from mental illness and that's why they can't sustain regular jobs. Yeah. I think that there's there's a difference between confidence and between pride. You can have confidence yeah. in your abilities and confidence in who you are as a person, but don't. That doesn't mean that you should have. So like it's like cocky. Yeah, you feel cocky? exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's not. I'm not like a cocky person. Like I'm on fucking Facebook taking shirtless pictures. You're not openly and, cocky. You're cocky in your head. I'm like <laughs> quiet confidence. Yeah. Which I think you have to have. Confidence is necessary. That's what I'm saying. Like yours as a guy, there's no way you're talking to a girl if you don't have confidence. Well, I mean, I can't speak for guys, right? <laughs> just because, like, just the whole action of putting yourself out there, trying to get her attention, trying to, like, you know, say what you're going to say to try to get what you want out of this, out of the situation without coming off a certain type of way. You know, like, you have to have confidence. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, confidence is, like, attractive. That's a part of... That's, like, sometimes I know, like, people... Like, girls will be approached by guys, and they're like, yeah, I didn't even think he was that cute, but it's just the way he carried himself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that confidence carries over into, like, how people view you, rather than it just being, like, a physical thing. So, I mean, I agree in that respect, but I feel like, for me, my my biggest obstacle in life is (laughs) self-doubt. Oh, yeah. I suffer from, like, self-doubt so bad, because... It's not that I'm not capable of doing things. Like, I'm perfectly capable of it. But something in my head tells me that, like, I'm just... It's, I'm not good enough for it. Or I can't... I, I won't be able to achieve 
as high as I think that I want to achieve. Like I'm afraid of failure in a way. And so, I mean, that's something that I've spoken about before, self-doubt. And it's something that I wrestle with all the time because... I don't even know when it started, but it just, it becomes something where it's like, I know I'm perfectly capable of doing this, but then like, I just getting so much anxiety around not achieving it or failing or just being embarrassed about it that I just will deny certain situations like altogether and not even like take the chance because I just don't feel like dealing with disappointment. And that's obviously like not something that's going to be beneficial for me if I'm trying to like grow in any Um, aspect of life because you're gonna have to put yourself out there Mm. and it's like I can be a very confident person but then I can be a person that's not confident and it just depends on like the given situation and so it's yeah that's definitely like my biggest thing that I have to work on is like believing in myself because I know that I'm capable of it but it's like it's that mental thing where like I I need to push myself harder and I just feel like it's because I I just like I um like tried so hard with certain things for so long at a young age that I kind of got burnt out with it, mm. you know. I feel self doubt too, but I feel like when I feel self doubt, I use it to motivate me to do whatever it is that I feel self doubt about. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a perfect example once again is when that time that I like met you in class and shit. I mean, there is a there is a thought in my mind where it's like, what happens if she's a bitch and she just blows me off? Yeah, and I had that self doubt of like. I shouldn't even like, <laughs> I shouldn't even, I shouldn't try. even try. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, if I wouldn't have, then we wouldn't have been, you know, here. We wouldn't be friends right exactly. now. Exactly. So yeah. you can either let it, you can feel it, recognize it, and then try to use it to propel yourself, or you can feel it, recognize it, and let it defeat you. Uh, something that I need to get more comfortable with, um, which will help alleviate the self-doubt, I believe is um, being okay with hearing no. Oh yeah, rejection, no. is, rejection is bullshit. Oh my yeah. gosh, because I am the type of person that if I feel like you might say no to a question, I will not ask you the question. Yeah. Because I just, I just don't like that feeling, even if it's something so That's not self-doubt then, that's, that's rejection. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like rejection can go into self-doubt. Mm-hmm. Like I'll doubt myself because, because I feel like I'm going to get rejected. Yes, yeah. because I might get rejected. Um, but yeah, that's all super hard because I think most people in general are afraid of rejection. Hell yeah. Because it doesn't feel good, but it'll be like the smallest fucking thing and I'm like, ugh, cringe. And then I was like, because I d- fucking terrible, hate fucking rejection. Mm-hmm. I will cut you off cold turkey, never talk to you That's again. That's probably why you don't like the door-to-door thing too because like, it's yes. a lot of rejection. 1,000%. And it's, if you look at it as back to like our, our core human instincts everybody wants to like feel wanted and loved and appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So rejection is the opposite of all those feelings. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like to put yourself in a position where you're going to feel the opposite of what it is that you want to feel. And you know and that you, know, you can, yeah. like most likely it will go to a no. I'm yeah. like, oh, ouch. But that's why you got to like learn to like let shit, like just like brush off. And I think it's like after you get so many no's, then you start being okay with it. But maybe we just haven't reached that many no's. I'm not, I'm like, do I want to like get there? (laughs) (laughs) You feel me? Like, ouch. You know when people are like, oh, the door keeps slamming in my face, slamming in my face to the point where I like, I don't even feel anything anymore. And I'm like, I don't relate to that at all. No, because I feel like it would just make me not want to do the job at all. I'm not going to get motivated by that. I'm just going to be like, okay, well, this is not working out. So. Yeah, it's just, it really is a mindset thing, which is what I learned about a lot of things. That A lot of things in life is like a mindset thing. Like, of course, it's all about perception. Yeah. Everything is about perception. Oh my gosh. Dude, everyone I know is has gotten engaged in the last like two days. I'm so confused. Meanwhile, my where's my ring? anyways sorry i was just like on facebook like i was opening facebook to get to the rest of the questions and like i was like i didn't even know you were in a relationship <laughs> like what that's how i'm trying about if any be like right? don't, nobody even knows that i'm in a relationship and then all of a sudden i'm married with two kids Tried <laughs> it. i don't know about all that um so we got a we got a couple more questions and robert was concerned that we didn't have enough i'm like Mm, we got questions <laughs> so let me I think we can do these quickly but my friend Josh wants to know how we got started into podcasting and I don't know if we've said this before but Robert and I <laughs> get into like these random deep conversations 
all the time. All the time. Doing absolutely nothing. And then we'll just get into these super, super deep conversations. A lot of the times, like, when we're out, like, at a restaurant or something like that, and we would notice that the people, like, sitting next to us or around us would be listening to our conversation. And sometimes they would even try to chime into the conversation. And I was like, we have a lot of, like conversations that I feel like people don't have enough that people want to be a part of but don't know like how to exactly how to have them or they don't have somebody in their life who can talk with them at that that depth yeah Mm -hmm. and like I think that one of the times that we've seen it before too is we were at like player one and we were like sitting at the bar because me and Bernie will sit at the bar next to each other obviously we're we're going to that place together and we'll be like having a conversation and at player one the bar is like kind of close so we we will always find it by like the end of the night there was like four or five people around us that were like chiming into our conversation like trying to like be cool with us one of those things that like like we attracted people like our energy exactly yeah Mm -hmm. and so from that i was like well maybe we should start a podcast because you know, we have a lot of friends that do YouTube and they were like, oh yeah, do YouTube. I was like, uh, I just like, don't know if that's like our avenue, you know? Yeah. And Robert wanted to do that for a while, but I was just like not that into it. And then I was like, why don't we do a podcast? Because I feel like we can have these conversations and get on a deeper level with people without having to like be on camera necessarily, like following you around. Yeah, I definitely stuff. feel like this is more of our realm our pace, of like... Yeah. The way that we like to like entertain people because yeah. some people really do like to like be on camera and put on a show, but like that's not us. And a lot of the times when we're doing the podcast, it's the same thing as we're ooh, it's the same thing that we're doing when we're like on the phone. Yeah. So we'll be talking on the phone, and it was like these conversations that we're having now are the same conversations that we're having on the phone. We're just doing it in front of you guys. Yeah, and it's funny because sometimes even now we'll be ha- we'll accidentally get into a really deep conversation for nothing and then at the end of it i'm like damn that was a whole ass episode <laughs> <laughs> it's like the it's like the the feeling that it gives you that like satisfaction of like that it was a good conversation i just we wanted to put that out into you know the internet where people maybe can relate to what we're saying or chime in on our conversation and we can like get to know each other and get to know you know the people who listen to our podcast like on a deeper level and Mm -hmm. it is super gratifying obviously i've said this before but like when people come to us and they're like damn i really enjoyed that episode like i could relate this and that because i'm like that is literally the point (laughs) yeah it's just it's so weird to even think about like people sitting down and listening yeah in their cars in their shower and their wherever you're like listening to the podcast like just the thought of you sitting down and my voice playing through some speakers and you being like oh wow like that blows my mind strange yeah and when people when we don't upload and people are like where's the episode i'm like y'all notice or where your when your fucking friend sent you that like snapchat and she was at the pool party listening listening to the podcast podcast. out loud with people i was like (laughs) I was like, listen. I would never want to be there while they're doing that. But just the fact that that's even like a thing happening was insane. I was like, Louis Loki got fans. (laughs) 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 All right. So that's how we got started podcasting. Um, And then someone asked, how do you feel about those people unfriending others because of who they voted for? I'm like, yes, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. So it's one of those things where. I totally get it. Yeah. Because this election was different. It was. It wasn't, it wasn't about, about politics. just politics. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was. It was about humanity. Humanity and the hatred mm-hmm. and racism mm-hmm. and oppression mm-hmm. and lots of big topics. Yeah. So it's one of those things that if you voted for him and it was just because of politics, maybe I do feel bad for you because you are going to get grouped together with the rest of those people. But it's like, how can you stand by and support somebody while they're still doing this big, huge umbrella of hate? You know, so because even then, if you're ignoring all of the hate that he's spewing and you're just paying attention to the politics, that's selfish of you. Yes, because it's still you need to look at the person as a whole and like how they're going to affect the people around you. So it's like, why would I want to be friends with someone who chose to um, elect a president that is going to oppose me as a person? Things that I want to do, my growth within like my life, within the country. You want him to go against that in order to benefit you? 
And then we're supposed to still be friends after that? Yeah. It's just, it doesn't make any sense because you obviously don't want the best for me or the best for everyone around you. You're only caring about yourself. It was so much deeper than politics and yeah. it does make me look at people differently. And yeah, For you know, sure, yeah. It makes me look There's obviously been other elections like when, you know, Obama got elected that I knew people who didn't vote for Obama, but that was different. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't about race. It was political. Yeah. This is this is another ball game, 100%. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with unfriending people who voted for Trump and who cannot understand why it was wrong. And um, maybe you can have those conversations with those people who voted for Trump and end up regretting it. And then they can fucking apologize. And then you can keep it moving. But those people who are still die hard for Trump can go to fucking hell. Because it's like, if you voted for that person, you kind of, low, like, not kind of, let's not fucking beat around the bush, you kind of voted against me. That's what I'm saying. Like, me as yes, an actual me as a individual. Person. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's, it's been rough for me because I have, like, people's, like, parents that I'm close to mm-hmm. who voted for them. And, like, it's, like, people that I just would never expect it. And, like, yes, I get that they probably did it because they're in a certain tax bracket and then they wanted to, like, keep their money and shit, but it's, like, There's that's so selfish. Much more. There's so much yeah, more. Yeah, it's just... But it's, like, if, if that's, the, that's the only reason why you did vote for him, then you, you're you doing it for your own self-preservation. Yeah. and all of these people talking about Biden's tax plan, I'm, like, none of y'all dusty-ass bitches <laughs> even qualify. Like, you don't make over $400,000 a year, so sit the fuck down. Yeah. Like, we don't know, like, anyone who makes that much money, so Nobody. I'm just, like, yeah, bitch, where? Yeah. Bitch, where? And one of my mom's friends, he makes, like, $600,000 a year. And he voted for Biden because he's like, this is fucking ridiculous, all the shit that Trump is going for. So he is one of those people affected by it. So everyone else who it doesn't affect that is complaining about the taxes, I'm like, sit the fuck down because here's a person who Who is directly affected by it and he's still voting for Biden. So Mm -hmm. y'all can log out now. Okay. Um, And then... I was going to drag somebody just now. (laughs) Um, Last question. (laughs) How does technology or social media impact relationships? This is a whole... This is honestly... I know. I'm like, this should be... I think that we might leave this for an episode because I got things. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we're going to... Next week's episode will be about how does technology or social media impact relationships. And that came from our friend Mike, who we went to nursing school with. So if he's listening, Ah. shout out to Mike. (laughs) Love that kid. Miss that kid. Um, But yeah, that is going to wrap up this week's episode. Um, If you guys like our episodes and you enjoy our podcast, tell your friends about us. Go on to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating, and leave us a review. And check out our website. It's rnbpodcast.com and our Instagram is at the official underscore rnb and you can check me out at brvtt. And before I give you my Instagram handle, if you guys did enjoy this Q and A type of format, send us some questions so that we can go ahead and you know put them put them t- uh, together for a new episode or another Q and A. So yeah. Because these are fun to do. Yeah, it was dope. It was really dope. Because you get to like bounce on different topics and see what people are actually curious about. Yeah, for sure. But my Instagram handle is Rob Bates, R-O-B-B-A-T-E-S-S. Yay! Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening, bud. Love you like always. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.